0: Hey there, everybody. You're listening to the Tough Like a Girl podcast. My name is Vera. And I'm Liz. And uh, Merry Christmas, for those who celebrate.
1: Happy holidays. And, yeah, I'm not sure. I know Hanukkah's already gone by.
0: It is, but I mean, like, not. I'm not trying to be, like, Christmas-centric, but, like, this is being released. Like, yeah,
1: it is <laughs> right before Christmas.
0: Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah. fair, fair. You know, but uh, it, but you know, blessed solstice, happy oh, Yule, yes,
1: solstice. Uh,
0: what have you? Uh, we are not doing a holiday-themed no nope. book at all. So
1: <laughs> I don't think I even know any like holiday graphic novels.
0: Really, there's probably some out there. Yeah, I don't know. I I I don't know.
1: In the year, like the the ones that go throughout the year, there's usually. A holiday mentioned or two. Like,
0: yeah. So. I, well, I mean, like, for superhero holiday related stuff, the Hawkeye series just wrapped up. That was Christmas. Yeah. That's true. Actually, you know what? Let's diverge for a quick second. What'd you think of Kate Bishop? We totally should have done oops a, a Hawkeye with her in it either this month or last month. We didn't. But what'd you think?
1: She was okay. I liked her. The actress did a good job with her. That series was all about these. Secondary characters, though.
0: Echo, Yelena. Echo and
1: Yelena. It, yeah. That's what it was really about. Let's be honest. And that's who I really cared about. That's who I was like invested in. Yeah.
0: Fair enough. Was I
1: really it- like Yelena's uh like sort of like flipped over braid thing going on <laughs> in the last episode. I was like, man, that girl's rocking it.
0: I love the stuff in the elevator. Yeah. That was gold.
1: <laughs> just everything out of that woman's mouth was amazing. It's so quippy. I just, yeah, Kate Bishop.
0: <laughs> yes, Kate Bishop. <laughs> but what we're actually here to talk about today, we have read a volume of Spider-Woman... Uh, Called Shifting Gears. Uh, The volume is subtitled Baby Talk. This is a volume one out of whatever this run was. Um, And the uh, folks involved, the writer was Dennis Hopeless. The penciler was Javier Rodriguez. It was inked by Alvaro Lopez with colors by Javier Rodriguez and uh, Rochelle Rosenberg. Uh, Lettering by Travis Lanham. And uh, Javier Rodriguez also did the cover art. So, um, this is your first encounter with Jessica Drew, a.k.a. Spider Woman, yes? Mm -hmm. Uh, yep. Did you even know she existed, or?
1: I feel like I had heard of her before, but I didn't know much about her going in.
0: Well, what's kind of funny about her is despite the name, she's not really spider-themed in any meaningful way. Um, nor has any real direct connection to Spider-Man. Her, she exists for kind of the same reason that She-Hulk exists, mm-hmm. which is that Marvel realized if they didn't get these characters uh, copyrighted, somebody else was going <laughs> to a- beat them to it. Fair. And so while She-Hulk has very direct ties to Hulk, Spider-Woman was basically just, they took a... Character and slap the name Spider-Woman on her. Yeah. But she is sort of mainly known for more spy-ish, espionage-leaning kind of things. Um, Like, she has superpowers and she does that kind of stuff. But she's not not dealing with the standard Avengers-level threats. Yeah. That's kind of her wheelhouse. But anyways, this opens and she is uh, quite heavily pregnant and is... Supposed to be semi retired. She's kind of passed off her, um, what would be the stuff that she was doing, um, off to
1: Porcupine Man.
0: Porcupine.
1: Or Porcupine, uh, yes, yeah, not Porcupine Man, but just Porcupine. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> under
0: under the guidance of Ben yurik who um, is a supporting character from a lot of things, mainly Daredevil. Oh, okay. Um, his origins are as a news reporter. He seems to be more of a more a bit more the guy in the van uh in this, but that's sort of where he originates from. Uh Jessica's not being great at, you know, not stepping in and doing it, doing the stuff herself, but you know, she really needs to get better about that because she's about to give birth mm-hmm. to a living being. Um, she is very good friends with Carol Danvers, a.k.a. Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Who, Besties. Yeah, who is very much, you know, getting on her case and um, encouraging her to, you know, actually step back like she's supposed to. Mm-hmm. And uh, she ends up uh, recommending to her this, like, super awesome, high-tech, uh, powered being intergalactic hospital, Mm -hmm. uh, which Jess is a little bit reluctant to go to, but she goes uh, just in time for it to get taken over by Skrulls.
1: Yes, things (laughs) run amok.
0: Yes. So while uh, being massively pregnant and then eventually going into labor, she has to try and deal with the threat of the Skrulls um, teaming up with, uh, the other people there, most of whom are also pregnant because she got, she was in the maternity ward. Mm-hmm. So she is surrounded by a ton of other pregnant people as the, um, the scrolls are there to try. Not necessarily humans.
1: Most of them are. No, almost
0: them. none <laughs> of them are humans. Yeah. Almost none of any of the people on this station are humans. Yep. Um, but the scrolls are there to, um... To get to kidnap uh, a prince of theirs who's actually there for basically for cancer treatment mm-hmm. um, so there's a lot and there's a lot of technical uh, issues to be dealt with because for some bizarre reason somebody thought it was a good idea to place the hospital in the black middle of <laughs> in the middle of a black hole so like you know trying to um reactivate or shut down certain systems within this thing is a very precarious thing cuz you shut down the wrong thing and the whole thing crunches under the event horizon. So
1: it's like Jurassic Park on <laughs> an intergalactic hospital everything's going down.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was like it was like that um that last Jurassic World one that came out and you find out oh well the the volcano on the island we have put the dinosaurs erupting. It's like, why did you put the dinosaurs on an island with an active volcano? Why Sounds did you
1: like a great idea? Why
0: did you put the hospital in the middle of a black hole? Like, just why? Why would you do that?
1: Why not? <laughs> oh,
0: somebody thought it was a good idea. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but Jess does uh, eventually give birth to a perfectly healthy baby boy. And then we uh, have a closing issue of her dealing with the um, whole new world of stress that is being a new parent.
1: Newborns. Yay! Yeah!
0: I love my kid, but never again.
1: (laughs) I can't say, like... Having done, like, daycare, childcare, you know, I never really wanted to spend much time in the baby room. I'm more like, give them to me when they're, like, two and up. And that, that I understand.
0: Yeah. But that's the basics. Uh, what would you think?
1: I really liked it. I that's did, absolutely. too. I dug it. I was like, this is great. I like what she's dealing with. She's fun. I love her, her friendship with Carol. I love, like... I love the conversation with Porcupine at the end where he's like babysitting for her and like, you know, explaining parenthood to her. And I was like, it's pretty, I was like, there's got to be some parents that were involved writing this and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, it just felt, and again, I'm not a parent, but it rang really true to everything I've heard and... Yeah, it was just a lot of fun, and I feel like the threat was, like, a good mid-level threat for her to handle. Um, I liked how out of control it kept getting and how much she was, like, crawling through everything, you know, like eight and a half months
0: pregnant and that's the I kind of love that it was a situation that were she not pregnant, she could she could fix all this in about 10 minutes. She could totally hand these guys their butts and be done with it. However, at the moment not exactly in fighting shape.
1: Yep. And I love that there's, you know, like it It's her on her own trying to figure it out. You know, it wasn't a big... There was a little bit about, like, ooh, who's the father? And eventually we figure out some stuff. And, yeah, it doesn't really matter.
0: No, it super doesn't. Like, it gets addressed insofar as some people are curious Mm -hmm. as to who the father is. But, like, the ultimate answer is, who cares? It's her kid. Mm -hmm. What difference does it make who the father is? Yep. Which I support that answer.
1: Yep. As as
0: the product of a single mother who was never married to my father. Yeah, no, I support that.
1: Yep. Yeah. So she's just a lot of fun. Carol's a lot of fun. Um Yeah. It's You know I what, like the art. It's colorful and Yeah. I like Porcupine. I like the like when they're at a party, you know, and
0: There's a lot of all really the cameos
1: of other one of the Avengers. The action's good.
0: The the colors are very bold. But you know what else I liked is that this, I think, probably more than any other thing that we've read that is a a trade collection. Mm-hmm. As opposed to a, a true graphic novel self-contained volume. Mm-hmm. This is a complete story. Yeah. As, as presented. Like, is there more to do? Is there more on the run? Yeah. Totally. But... For reading a story where you're introduced to a character who is pregnant, finding out the circumstances she's in, putting her in a messy situation, she gives birth, and then an epilogue of showing her in early parenthood, that's a complete frickin' story. It's mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like it just stops as it's revving up. Yep. Which is nice, because a lot of the trade collections we read feel that way.
1: Yeah. No, This was this was really good. It was... Told completely. I like really just like her as a character and keeps it real. um I love how much Carol was apologizing the whole time.
0: <laughs> Carol felt so bad <laughs> like sending you, her to this hospital.
1: You gotta go to this hospital. Like, it's
0: invaded by scrawls. Oh crap! <laughs> she feels so bad. It's awful. Uh, and like I, I like the use of the scrolls. It's it's oh, funny. Oh, the
1: little, little little scroll that helped her out was adorable. So yeah, the
0: the prince. Scroll, yeah. yeah,
1: prince scroll was adorbs.
0: He was cool. It was it was funny because like I I got used to um the scrolls as we saw them in the um, Captain Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. it's weird to see them in this much more just frankly cartoony form and just forget like oh right you're just kind of gremlin people aren't you that's that's right i kind of forgot that mm-hmm. i haven't seen them in a while but it is really fun to watch her um you know snap one of their necks with her thigh while grabbing a gun and blasting the other one in the chest all the time, cradling her stomach.
1: She's hardcore. I love. Yeah, it.
0: it's
1: good stuff.
0: Yep, yeah. and like I feel like it, it does do a good balance. Like it makes it clear her being pregnant does not make her helpless, but it does mean that like she's she just can't do what she would normally do. <laughs> Takes her a
1: little longer. Takes
0: her a little longer. It takes more out of her when she does it.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Very fair, that. But she's very determined. I, she's just a lot of fun. And, I again, really liked her friendship with Carol and her whole, you know, back and forth with, like, Porcupine and...
0: Yeah. Yeah, Ben and everyone. It was good. Yeah, it's just it's just a fun one. This was a really nice one to kind of round out the year on.
1: Did it and no like you know, middle school girl drama.
0: Oh, thank God.
1: I know I was like, yep, this will be a refreshing to the palate after all of that.
0: And you know, what's funny is like the the epilogue issue at the very end, you know, which is her, you know, trying desperately to deal with being a parent.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: it does kind of... Di- I, I was afraid it was going to get cringy, and it does kind of briefly dip into some of the cliches of that, like, you know, stressed, I can't take it, he mm-hmm. never stops crying. Like, which, first of all, it's a cliche, but yeah, also, at the same time, accurate. Yeah. Um. But second of all, it's something about just having her, like, unload onto her superhero friends. Like, she she has this really long-winded, multi-page monologue about... How great it is, but how stressful it is, and how she's losing and cracking up, and then it just cuts to her friends. I don't know who the one on the left is, but the other one is um, is She Hulk, just kind of standing there, staring at her, like, "Yeah, yeah, that that sounds like a lot." Yeah. <laughs> uh... um, and I, I like she gets she gets parenting advice from Hawkeye. Um, you know who has multiple kids. Granted, he didn't give birth to them, but like he does have kids. He's dude's got There's a family. Some good
1: fatherly advice from him, and especially Porcupine. I was just like, "Aw, he's adorable."
0: And actually, you know what I, you know what I appreciate about the the fatherly advice is that you get the impression that like, yeah, this is helpful, but also it seemed to understand they don't know exactly what she's going through. Mm-hmm. They know kind of what she's going through, but it's not exactly the same thing. So like, it's that it's that I feel like it's that proper balance because like if they had just swooped in and like given the advice and then like she was like oh no you're right it's like yes because apparently men are better mothers for some reason but it's not that it's like no they offer what they know and it helps but she's still got a lot she's got to handle on her own I it's it's just. The whole thing is really well balanced across the board. Yeah. And yeah, it's good, folks. good stuff. I'm not sure... Highly
1: recommended.
0: Not sure what else there is to say other than it's good, and we enjoyed it. I actually... Do we have comments? I didn't even check.
1: I didn't either. (laughs) We're doing great.
0: Yes, you're going to hear me stall briefly. While well, I check to see if we have My phone comments is in the or other not, room. so yeah, well, I just pulled it up. We do have a couple of comments, so we will have a uh, a quick uh, commercial break, and then we'll be back with the listener feedback. Stellar Studios presents an Into the Weird and a World on Fire production, starring in alphabetical order: Brainwave Junior, Fury. Jade, Northwind, Nuclon, Obsidian, The Silver Scarab, The Star-Spangled Kid. These are the members of Infinity, Inc., the protégés and children of the legendary Justice Society. Created by Roy Thomas, Jerry Ordway, and Mike Macklin, their 1980s adventures are chronicled at last by Herman Lowe and Billy Dee. Two podcasters with way too much time on their hands, but dedicated to analyzing, glorifying, and sometimes vilifying the stories from the team's first series. So hop in your Star Rocket Racer, switch on the radio, and let's rediscover the Earth 2 we'd all like to go back to. Star Rocket Radio, an Infinity Inc. podcast. Soaring through the potter sphere since September 2021. Okay, folks, we are back with listener feedback. We've got two comments on the last episode, which, as a reminder, was on Cub. First one is from Tim Price. Well, I guess I won't be adding Cub to my reading list, because like Vera, I'm a bit tired of the middle school drama (laughs) and not the target audience. If uh, one of my kids bought it themselves, oh, I'd borrow it from them just for curiosity's sake, but I can't see investing in it myself. Still, always nice to hear your discussions. So glad for that. Yeah, we gotta avoid the middle school drama stuff for a while if we oh, can.
1: you're still out of it, yeah. I,
0: yeah, I need, need a I break. need I need a break. Okay. Maybe I'll just share what I've read recently that's in the ballpark of this show. I just finished the Black Widow series from 2014. I didn't dig the reveal of the bad guy, but I was entertained, so that's something. Over on DCU's app, I've... Re- read uh, its issues of Far Sector, which is fantastic. I've never heard of that one. Plus, I've completed both uh, Gotham Academy series. Very fun. And I'm reading the Wonder Woman series by Becky Cloonan and Michael Conrad. Not sure where it's going, but the journey is pretty great. Look, anytime Wonder Woman can be well-written is good. I I need to get my hands on some good Wonder Woman comics because... (laughs) Most of the Wonder Woman comics I've read have been written by uh, either Grant Morrison or Brian Azzarello, and they were both painful for different reasons. So you did like you you read the Grant Morrison one because mm-hmm. that was the Earth it one. Was
1: painful and yes,
0: ways. it was. But the Brian Azzarello, oh my god, oh my god. Oh, it sounds like you, it was good. You oh, it's so bad. Ooh. I've ranted to you about this before. How bad this is.
1: You've ranted to me about a lot of things.
0: That's true. So it, it's I don't all blurred together. The particulars,
1: and I'm a little bit sleepy
0: today. It's okay. I won't. I won't rehash the rant. But let me let me put it this way: between that and the fact that he wrote the atrocious script for the. Um, uh animated adaptation of the killing joke I have zero oh, interest. Yeah, that in, was not good. In ever reading anything with Brian Azzarello's name on it ever. 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 Ooh. He's getting saucy. <laughs> Ugh. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> uh plus uh talking squirrel, so that's a bone? There's a talking squirrel in the Wonder Woman comics? Alright. Uh
1: <laughs> they borrowed <laughs> Tippy-toe? Yeah, I was going to say.
0: Yeah, it's Tippy-toe. Uh, no, that's
1: Marvel, so I don't know. Yeah. Uh,
0: finally, speaking Finally speaking of uh, Clooney and Conrad, they're the writers of the upcoming Batgirl series, and one of my podcasts covered their lead-in backup stories in Batman, and seriously, I'm loving it. The premise promises to be just as good, so extremely excited for that. Well, I'm looking forward to next episode's surprise Take care, my punchers. Thank you very much. Tim.
1: We finally figured it out and gave you some Spider Woman. Um, impressive podcast, most impressive. This is Lizzie and Oswald. Um, hi, Vera. Hi, Liz. Uh, the comic seems decent enough. Probably not one I would read. We we did a good job of, you know. Dissuading people from reading it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, and then she goes into talking about how the main character dresses. Um, again, I do like the 70s style outfits and stuff. Well, you
0: like, like the 70s as a, as a decade in general, as far as, like, aesthetics and music and stuff go.
1: Oh, yes, I do like it in terms of, like, classic rock especially. Um, so a little bit about that. Um, and and then I really like that she compared um, these artwork style to... Um, a book, or a book series, um, The Miss Nelson is Missing. Do you remember the Miss Nelson books?
0: No. She would pretend
1: to be, like, this really scary substitute. She was, like, the nicest teacher ever, and then she would pretend to be, like, this scary oh! Viola Swamp substitute. It is kind of a nice Oh, my style. God.
0: I'd completely forgotten about those books.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, wow. Yep. So, yeah, definitely check out that comment. Um... By Liz about the Miss Nelson is missing because it was kind of in that style. Um, so yeah, that is what our listener feedback is.
0: Yep. Um, don't know what we're doing next month. Um,
1: <laughs> we're great at deciding recently. Well,
0: I mean, we have the option if we so choose to like do our um, look back at the past year or or even just what we've seen in the past year for good. Um, Or particularly atrocious, whatever we feel like highlighting female characters in things.
1: Yeah, we'll figure it out.
0: Yeah, we'll figure it out when you're not so tired.
1: Yeah, I'm about to like curl up and go sleep.
0: All right, we're going to tuck you into bed. That's what we're going to do sound good okay thank you so much for tuning in everybody hope that you had a great week a great month a great 2021 to the best of your ability (laughs) to the best of, of anybody's ability to have anything above a uh mediocre 2021 hope you had it if you didn't well you're in good company so uh we'll see you next month bye bye Stuff Like a Girl is a Council of Geeks production and is presented on the Fire and Water Podcast Network. Comments can be left at Fireandwaterpodcast.com, and you can support the network by finding Fire and Water Podcast Network on Patreon. This particular show enjoys support from Carolyn and Brian Linton. Our logo art was created by Nick Buxham, and our theme music is by Erica Dreisbach. Thanks again for listening.